Welcome to the spiritual trials of a firewolf. This is Christy, and I like to sing with my voice. Cause I'm in the car and I'm in Texas and I'm really hungry. So instead of eating food for dinner, waiting to go on stage, I'm gonna sing. And that is all I have to say. It is Taurus season. Anyway, welcome to Taurus season, Taurus season, the musical. Welcome to Taurus season, there's a beer can in this tree right next to me. Welcome to Taurus season. Taurus season's all about eating food and fucking. Welcome to Taurus season. Taurus season's about pleasure, but it's earthly pleasure, so you better get a hot pink sex toy. If you don't get a hot pink sex toy, then you better get a butt plug for the person next to you because it's Taurus season and I know you like it too I don't know why the fuck that just happened I really I think it's just hunger uh I think it's just being uh really really hungry uh for success and for life and also I'm waiting to get on stage and also it's tour season, so because we are in the sign of the bull, it is about pleasure. And singing makes me happy. I might not be the war I might not be Whitney Houston, bless her, so, you know, one of the greatest singers of all time and in my opinion in my humble opinion, I think Whitney Houston was one of the greatest singers of all time. Not just because not just because you know why I love Whitney Houston. I love Whitney Houston because of the movie The Bodyguard, and I didn't understand what I was feeling at the time because I was like six when that movie came out. I just knew that that Kevin Costner was hot as hell. Like he still is hot as hell. Like it's so crazy, and I didn't understand. And I thought that Whitney was like this magical princess with this big voice. And to this day, when I hear the song Queen of the Night, I just remember sitting in Augusta, Georgia and not understanding why my heart felt, why my heart skipped a beat with the love story between Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner. And she may have gone through the portals of Neptune and left this planet um, in a symbolic way through water because she is a water sign but I think she her voice was like a channel she was not a Taurus nor does this have anything to do with Taurus season Uh, but I will say uh, yeah one of the most I, I feel like her like she had like a voice of an angel really 
And when you hear her, it's like, like, it's like this angelic being being channeled through the skies. Um, so here I am waiting to get on stage. I feel really awkward sitting in this car recording a podcast, but I just have, you know, this is the Firewolf, Spiritual Travels of Firewolf. And because this is a, a diary at this point, it's a little live diary. I I've just like give myself permission just to record when it's time, when it's time and not force shit out of my face. Um, so, uh, for that, I will, I'm, I'm now moved on to video and I'm nervous. Live stream is what I prefer. So I'm, I'm still working the live stream. So I'll be on Sundays live stream Instagram and then I'm working with Twitch. I had taken some time to figure out how I was going to live stream. It had been recommended for me to do like StreamYard, to put it on YouTube, things like that. My YouTube channel has 75 followers. My, I, you know, I know things build over time, but when I was checking out like live stream areas and tarot cards and astrology and all the weird woo-woo shit that I do, I was like, Twitch has a plot, especially because I like glitter and I, I don't know if I, like me and my friend were talking about dressing up and playing with costumes and, you know, just having fun and high heels and like things that I used to like really love to do that I've kind of become more of a tomboy over this almost eight years of doing stand up and haven't really like dressed up in the way I used to and haven't really played with like dresses and boots and things that I used to do when I lived in New York City and then comedy you start dressing like a dude because you want people to laugh and like think you're funny and then you gain weight and then you get old and your tits drop and you're like god damn it like I wish I had played more with like glitter and jewelry because life is too short so I think twitch will be fun. I don't know if it would be considered cosplay, but I'm very interested in like, like almost like sort of that realm. Like, so I think Twitch, I've, from my research, Twitch has, has a platform for that. And I don't think StreamYard has a plat. Well, I mean, StreamYard streams other things, but I don't want it to go on Facebook live. Facebook is dead to me. Instagram is where I feel most comfortable. It's all about comfort because we're in the season of Taurus. So I just, you know, I am about to go on the road tomorrow and I'm nervous. I'm nervous as fuck. I'm nervous to put out this podcast. I'm nervous to test my voice. I'm nervous to see if I'm, if I, if of all the work I've been doing since August has paid off and a lot of that work didn't involve getting on stage which in stand-up is a big no-no for a lot of stand-up comics and had been for me like you gotta hustle you gotta grind until you fall apart and so I experimented since August 21st of last year when I moved here to Austin and I was like if I'm gonna do the road again I'm gonna do it a far different way. I have to figure out how to do this. I have to find my voice again. And so 
My friend Maggie has been helping me. Uh, she has, we've been doing some vocal work. She is an incredible comedian, musician. She works with Joyce, Taos as well. They work in a group together. But, I mean, they're independent comics on their own, but they also have um, the Swinging Jills and... Uh, Maggie Mayfield is a stand-up comedian. She's also a musician, and I'm just shouting her out right now because she's been helping me with my voice. And I've had to do a lot of vocal work because I, between my car accident and a couple other things that happened, I just lost a piece of what felt like my soul because... What I realized is when you do this work, when you do vocal anything, whether it's stand-up, singing, acting, whatever, writing, your voice is literally your tool to your soul. And a lot of people have loved to label this tool that I have because of the sound of it and because of the way I look. And I feel like there's a lot of people who get improperly labeled based on how they look or what, you know... So I've been thinking about how your voice can be multifaceted. You can be a fucking killer and you can also be a lover at the same time. You can be a fucking warrior and you can be a fucking princess at the same time. You could be a fucking badass and you could be a mother, you know, you, you can be like a compassionate mother at the same time. Not saying mothers aren't badasses, but I mean like... I'm thinking more like the Queen of Cups in the tarot deck versus like the Queen of Wands. You can be all the queens in the tarot deck. You just have to really kind of understand. Like, okay, not you. Like, one realization that I came to is like, people are going to judge you. You know, I've been walking around with extra weight on for like two years. It's gone up and down. You know, I got COVID in November. I was out for a month from it. I lost a bunch of weight. My weight has maintained-ish, but it's like, you know, when your body changes and when your body, like, morphs into something else, and then you have to perform in front of people and talk about the most vulnerable things in your life, it's like, oh, well, how do I do this with true confidence in what I'm doing because like not every day you get on stage and and feel ready to talk about what you're going to talk about especially in Austin like I'm expanding out these rooms for a reason because there is a specific type of comedy scene in Austin Texas that it's time to kind of mix up road with staying in Austin and also kind of expanding into different cities that, you know, I feel like Austin has given me a good grounding, you know, a good home. Uh, It's a weird home for me, you know, it's, but it's a home, you know, and I don't think I've been able to set up a home of my own and Other than when I lived in 29 Palms, California, and had literally been given a house just out of nowhere um, during the pandemic. And it was the first time where I was like, hey, this is my, like, this is what it, like, 
the energy of like I don't know I've been thinking lately about like hunter gatherer dynamics and like how I have zero gatherer experience and I don't really understand it and it's foreign to me because you know a lot of your life when you're like a career gal when you're a career lady between science and between stand-up like you literally have to be a hunter and uh I don't know how to be a gatherer like I had a I had a succulent which is as basic bitch as it gets I went to hold this is the most basic this is the most basic bitch move on my part but right before I got my apartment I uh was like I need a plant and I feel like I need a plant just to be like just to like say to the universe like I'm planting seeds here it's very it's very woo-woo and uh I went to Whole Foods they had these tiny little succulent plants I was like oh my god I'm about to be a basic bitch they were so tiny they're like the adorable and they're in these like little ceramic pots just like a it's just like a little squirt of a succulent plant and I was like let me see if I can keep this alive. It's a succulent. You had cactus. Like cactus are cactus are my move, you know. And in the desert, when I was at on Borland Pass in 29 Palms, I had like a whole gaggle of cacti and desert plants that I don't know the name of and there was this little cactus right next to the, the house and I really miss it. Like I really miss that cactus. And I was like, I'm never gonna see that like I don't know if I'll ever see that cactus again. Like I know it's such a weird thing to be like, I fell in love with the plants and the animals in that house, but I really did. Like the troop of co- the whatever, the the quails that went through the yard during the morning and the coyotes that would whiz by and even the fire ants I missed them like it was like a whole piece of my heart was just like it's like it's like a symbol for like this pandemic it just got yanked away and then bought by a actress who doesn't even go to it the thing is on the 21st of August when I decided not to go to Madhouse Comedy Club and canceled shows which is also a no-no for comics like not on the top list of things to do for comics which is something I don't I do not do like it was very out of my personality to be like yeah these four shows that I've scratched and clawed to get to oh yeah I'm just gonna turn around and go through the desert but it was almost like we get these time portal moments in our lives and that was a time portal moment for me. It was like, go to Borland Pass, see this house again, see what this bitch did to it. And it's not that she's a bitch, it's just that she was in a point, like, everything has its symbolism and I just, I respect the desert so much. But now it's like learning to respect other 
medicine, I guess. Other geographical medicine. I don't know how to even put this into words. And I think that's why I'm driving the Delta to be in the the panhandle of, of Florida right now. Because I grew up in Maryland, but I also grew up in Augusta, Georgia. And a huge part of my very young childhood was going between Georgia and Florida during the Gulf War when... You know, a lot of active military families between Georgia and Florida. I don't know if any other states were given Disney World passes during the Gulf War. But, uh, you know, a huge piece of my family's life was between Augusta, Georgia and Orlando, Florida. And it was a treat. Like, we got to go to this little place. My dad got us a timeshare which the family still has uh because he wanted me to experience travel and he wanted me to understand like other places and I know like for people in the U.S. like Florida of all places is not you know but you know I have family in Florida um I've done stand-up in Florida And I was thinking about the last time I've done this drive, uh, which I haven't done the full extent on the I-10, but I have done portions of this drive over the years by by myself. When I went to New Orleans and to Grand Isle to see the oil spill for the BP oil spill, and I realized that's the last time I was like on this route was during the BP oil spill. And how something called me to go there and just feel the energy. And I don't know why. But lately I'm just being like out of fate. And I want to say shout out to... This is just going to be shout outs to people. I wouldn't have taken these gigs if I... And and some of them have been moved around. Uh, some venues have changed. But it kind of came out of nowhere. And I was like, yeah, I'll go. But shout out to my friend Paul Olson who uh, connected me to Julian Sales who's now here in Austin. So shout out Julian and shout out Paul for connecting me to this weekend ahead. Which it's probably stupid to other people that are like you're just driving and doing stand up in Florida. But it's kind of a step of being like okay bitch went to LA on a Greyhound after a family member who surprised her with their illness had her come back to Maryland. Well, not had. I mean, I flew like there was, you know, it was a no brainer for me, but it was just more like, okay. It's like when you put your, it's like you go to your dream and then it gets yanked. You go to your dream and then it gets yanked. You go on the journey and then it gets yanked. But really, that's what this podcast, I think, is all about, are these travels and these journeys and why I travel and that these are literally spiritual quests. It has zero to do... Stand-up is a spiritual job. It's a spiritual career where you tell jokes about the most embarrassing and awful things that happen in life and you make it fucking funny. 
And sometimes people say, well, you're not funny. Why are you doing it? Maybe I ain't your brand of funny, but maybe I am somebody's brand of funny. And yet we all have to filter through these rooms together because that's the spiritual journey. Yeah, we're still on the same fucking stage. Maybe your crowd is the crowd of bros that likes to suck their own dick. And maybe my crowd are crystal loving people that also have anger issues that also like to sing them themselves and talk to themselves in their vehicles and also like yes think animals are cute but also think p terry's is way better than in and out burger so maybe like that's my crew but you know what we all came through the same rooms together so you know what we all start somewhere anyway I think that this journey, you know, is just really me saying to the universe, all right, I got a wake up call and I recorded all of it. Like it's all on this podcast and it's all in real time. It's all failure. I feel like this podcast is just, Christy has documented failure. And this is me punching through the failure. And if anything, you know, when back in what, 2016, 2000, yeah, 2016, when I started working with mushroom medicine and wolves appeared to me and literally the proverb of the fact that we have two wolves within us and it's up to us to decide, you know, which wolf we choose and then being told you know one of my totems which I don't mean this via culture appropriation at all but actually that you know we all have totems that represent us and the east and the west totems meet at the fire wolf so I'm an Aries fire and wolf is my eastern medicine wolf star and we all have our own symbolism some of us it's you know, a butterfly, an eagle, a snake, a snail, whatever your symbolism is to keep you going. But when you're in a family where you're the lone wolf or the black sheep or the outcast of some sort of community where you feel like you just can't quite figure out what, like you're analyzing, like you see like dynamics and you understand there's like you just see how power is misused and you want to help but you don't know spiritual journeys are where to go I think that's why the desert was such a healing spot for me I definitely recommend going to the desert alone or going to the ocean alone or going to a mountain alone for a month a week where you don't need to look at your phone you don't need even if it's like and I understand you know expenses are crazy things are crazy even living in your car god damn it like I recommend it and I know that it's a dangerous world out there and I you know figure out your safety on that but there's nothing more rewarding at the end of the day than being like 
this person tried to fuck with me and then your brain goes to that time you did this thing when you were completely alone in a place and you figured it out and that's why I'm pushing myself to do this even though I'm really scared to be quite honest I'm like I feel stupid I feel stupid for promoting this I feel like you know I'm not like to people it's just like a little thing but to me it's like you know the devil tried me or the universe tried me or my ego needed a check I don't really think a friend of mine was like and a friend of mine who had been very helpful to me who I really love and appreciate said you know why do you put pictures of yourself online that's your ego why do you advertise your shows online that's your ego and I had to sit with that for a good amount of time and I actually had to block them even though I loved them because I was like actually my ego tells me I'm not enough to advertise my shows. I'm not enough to put my face out there. I'm not enough to wear these cute boots. I'm not enough. So actually my ego is telling me the opposite. So I am putting these shows up because I'm proud of this. I'm proud of this work. I'm proud of what I do. I'm proud of this journey, even though, you know, stand up can be looked at in many ways. I'm super proud of this journey. And yeah, like, maybe I might not have, you know, a million followers, 10,000 followers on social media, but I do the work. I put in the hours. I put in the time. So yeah, I'm going to put it online. I'm going to advertise and I'm not going to feel shame about it. So lately I've just been approaching everything with like, yeah, I'm going to do this with zero shame. Like today... I have a pair of boots on that I absolutely adore. Boots that I would have gotten when I worked in Columbia. Like, and I was like, yeah, I love these boots. They're cute as fuck. Like, I'm going to wear them on stage. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hide the fact that I like, that I like to, you know, I like cute shoes and I like, you know, pink and I love horses and I, and I love animals, and I love glitter, like, I feel like the world needs that, and I'm not, I'm not, like, you know, I don't know, like, stickers, and emojis, and the world needs that, damn it, because what else is it, it's just some boring, like, place where we all just are sad, like, I've been sad for too long, like, I'm tired of being sad, I'm tired of And I think when I got into my accident, like, I was so happy performing, getting a hotel, being able to get paid for what I love to do. And I did not get paid a lot of money. I got paid like $68 to headline. But it felt so fucking awesome. And I'm not, you know, the journeys that I'm going on now, I'm not like balling, you know, like. I work a regular ass nine to five, well, eight, you know, regular ass job. I had to get everything approved to do this. And last week I put my foot down and I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if they're going to let me go on the road with this job. 
and I got it approved. And I have to figure out how to live this double life that I'm living right now. And it is, it is exhausting at times. It is scary at times. It is, but then I look at the benefits of the fact that I got this car because of the job that I'm, the day job that I'm working right now, which is allowing me to go and do stand up. I'm able to eat healthy food. I'm able to get like organic greens because of this job and I'm able to um keep a roof over my head because of this job and with stand-up comedy there are so many sacrifices you know I I still haven't had a regular bed in years of my own like I think the last bed that I had was in Maryland in 2018 July, I gave it up. I donated it. And since then, I have not had a regular bed. Well, then I had the, then I had the desert lighthouse slash spaceship, but that was not my bed. But it's crazy to think about the fact that, like, today I was contemplating, should I not have a blow-up mattress? <laughs> like, am I safe? Like, literally the thought, and I don't know if anybody, you know, I'm sure people out there have trauma. You know, my trauma is housing, poverty, you know, money trauma, worth trauma, self-worth, which is very tourist season. It's all about our self-worth, our property, our material. And I was thinking to myself today, do I, this is what the thought went through my head. Do I deserve to buy a regular bed? Like, that's the thought that went through my head. Like, what if something goes wrong and you have to go back and sleep in the car? Like, at least you know the car's there. But, like, can I buy a bed? Like, that's the actual thought that went through my head. Like, and then I contemplated and I looked at all the options for beds and I was like, well, I could get this bed, I could get this bed, and then I was like, well, let me get a queen size, and then these are, I don't know if anybody has these insane thoughts, but then I was like, well, queen is pretty lofty, like, call it, like, a queen is like, hey, I'm a queen, you know, but, like, a twin is like, I ain't never gonna fuck again, but, like, a full size is like, it's, I sound like the, I sound like Miss Mary Muffet, which the one where she's like, this is too big. It's like the bears, the three bears. Goldilocks and the three bears. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about... Okay, anyway, so... <laughs> I don't know, like... When you go through healing trauma, it's the weirdest fucking things that your brain just attaches to. And your brain will be like, do I need a bed? Can I have a bed? Instead, the trauma is really, am I safe to say that I'm in a place safe enough now in my life where I can just get a regular ass human bed? And so that's, that's really where it's at. So that piece of the journey will come down hopefully next week. Although I don't, I don't know if that's something that should be documented. Like, why would I document getting a bed? But you know what? hey it is tourist season and tourists love luxury and they love to sleep and they love um like luxury satin and just like wonderful clothes and wonderful food and wonderful things 
So these are kind of the things that come with Taurus season. So I don't know if you're out there and you have trauma about settling down or some sort of trauma around your worth and items of purchase. This is what the job is during Taurus season. Like, hey, can you buy a blank? And if you have something around it, I guarantee it's something around something even bigger. So, I don't know. That is, this is a well-rounded, just cartwheel of an episode. Um, Stand-up comedy-wise, I am on the road again. That is the name of the tour. And I'm really excited about that. I do have... A show tomorrow at Slackers Brewing, Slacking Off, or it's called Slacking Off, Slackers Brewing Company. That is at 8.30 p.m. in Austin, Texas. That is hosted by Daniel Gonzalez. It is an all-women's show. Very incredible lineup. I have seen these women around Austin. They are wonderful. Um, So if you are in the Austin area, uh, and this episode will be coming out on the 21st of April, uh, the show is on the 20, the show is today. So check it out. Um, doors do open at 8 PM and I, there is no charge for the show. Just support the bar, support the comics, enjoy the show, you know, take, take boomerangs of us. I'll share it on my Instagram, trust your glitter, do all that fun stuff. And then I'll be heading down to Florida. And in Florida, I will be in Pensacola on Friday the 22nd of Abril, and that is an Odd Colony Brewing Company. I will be featuring on that show, so that is a venue change. I was originally at 420 Pizza. I was, I think, the, uh, I think there was a venue change for that, so Odd Colony Brewing is now the venue, 8 p.m. Pensacola, Florida, Saturday, April 23rd, I'm at Bird's Aphrodisiac Oyster Shack for laughed. These are so hard for me to say. I appreciate so much the names of the, sh- of the shows. I personally am a little too retarded to say some of these. So it's Laughter Day Night Fever at Bird's, Bird's Aphrodisiac Oyster Shack. And that is in Tallahassee, Florida at 7 30 p.m and i'm i'm excited for the show and you know what i just realized i fucked that up it's at 8 30 p.m birds aphrodisiac oyster shack is at 8 30 p.m on saturday but if you came at 7 30 p.m i'm sure you can get some oysters and then you want to fuck the person next to you you know what i'm saying i do love a good oyster um i do miss east coast oysters oh my god um especially with a little lemon a little hot sauce and just a nice beer, which I love. And I miss steamed mussels. OMG. Okay. I swear to God, I know I'm going to be in the Gulf. I know there have been oil spills. I have been, I ate soft shell crab during an oil spill because that's how deep it goes in my blood. But that's all right. Um, and Sunday, Sunday, I will be, and that's the 24th, I will be closing out. I can't say headline. I'm featuring on the sat Friday, Saturday. I don't know if it's, cons- I'm doing basically 20, I think, on all three. So, it's at the Wisteria Tavern for the secret show Cola. 
I'm going to emphasize that real quick. Uh, Pensacola, Florida. And uh, originally produced by Julian Sales. Check him out. He's an awesome comic, awesome dude, awesome human being. He is now in Austin, Texas. So I'm really excited to be on the road. I will be documenting this. I will be live streaming on Sunday. All of my live streams are now under Trust Your Glitter Open Forum. Anybody can join. I said this on my live stream before. Please don't show your dick on the live stream. I would like to keep these. So please don't be showing your dick on the live stream. I can answer tarot, astrology questions. We can just talk or not. You know, you can just chill. Just say hello. Send an emoji. Send a heart. And then when I'm at home, I'll be doing Twitch and Instagram live as well. And hopefully my friend Paul will be joining me on Twitch. We will see what happens down the road. So lots of love. Thank you for listening. Enjoy Taurus season.